0: Jacob Zuma for allegedly misleading Parliament. Zuma told the National Council of Provinces that former public protector, advocate Tulima Donzella, did not give him an opportunity to respond to her questions before releasing her state of capture report. However, a leaked recording reportedly proves that Zuma uh, was asked for his side of the story and informed of the interview date several months before we're on the line now to DA spokesperson, I be A very good uh, uh, evening to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us.
1: Uh, good evening to you and the listeners.
0: Let's first start with um, the kind of action that you are intending to take. Are you in the final stages? Or are we going to know more about it tomorrow?
1: Uh, well, uh, insofar as the Public Protector's report is concerned, uh, we'll be laying charges against President Jacobs in terms of the Prevention and Convection of Corrupt Activities Act. This is because after having read the, the protector's report, there's a prima facie case which is against the president, and we want the police to investigate this matter.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Mabini, uh, Sehabi, if you can just speak a little yeah. bit louder for us. You said that, that is in terms of uh, the state of capture report. Is there any other action you're considering?
1: Well, uh, during a press conference the leader did announce that uh, there will be a number of actions that will be taking and one of them is laying this charge in terms of the uh, prevention and combating of uh, corrupt activities and, I mean, further to that uh, will be calling on uh, Parliament to censure the President uh, because he lied flatly to Parliament, stating that he had not been given an opportunity to interrogate uh, the material or rather the accusations uh, made against him when it's quite clear that there was a four-hour meeting between him and the public protector. But this is not uh, out of character for the President. The President uh, plainly puts as a liar, and so uh, ANC members of parliament. Uh, so, but as a Democratic Alliance, we won't stand for this. We will take necessary action.
0: Are there any particular parliamentary rules and codes that you're going to be using to uh, raise this issue of lying, or are you going to be looking to the Constitution?
1: Well, there are there are uh, provisions within the rules of Parliament uh, where the President can be censured, where he essentially is reprimanded by Parliament itself. Uh, but we're still investigating what other uh, actions we can take against the president because we can't continue uh, on this path where the president continues to mislead parliament and this is not the first time the president has misled parliament he's also misled parliament in the Nkantla saga where he claimed that there was a loan for for his homestead in when we, when later along the line we found out that there was no existence of a loan. So this is within character of President Jacob Zuma to mislead the country in light of the people of South Africa and the Democratic Alliance who won't stand by it.
0: Any particular prescripts you'll be looking at in terms of parliamentary law?
1: Well, I mean, as I said, there is a provision within uh, the parliamentary rules where the president can be censured, uh, and we're investigating uh, how we how essentially we can take that metaphor forward. But as I said, uh, this is not uh, the first time the President has done this and we need to ensure that uh, he faces the full might of, of the law, whether uh, through legal action or through Parliament itself.
0: Mm. Mr. Siyabi, I did hear you say that there are some, but are there any particular ones that you have identified?
1: Hence I said, there's a provision within the rules of Parliament where the President can be censured, where there's a formal reprimand, Uh, by parliament and we're looking at that as the main uh, uh, prescripts in this regard and there are others that we're investigating and we'll announce those at a later stage.
0: Are you able to educate us as as a public which provisions exactly?
1: Well, as I said, the main provision in this state is a motion of censure. where We will be able to raise this in Parliament and with the Speaker of the National Assembly. Uh, we should be able, where we would present the evidence of President Jacob Zuma lying and misleading Parliament and thus the Parliament must take action against the President.
0: Alright. So, Mabin Nasiabi is the DA spokesperson. Thank you very much. We're on the line now to Senior Lecturer and Public Law at the University of Cape Town. Dr. Cathy Powell joins us now on the line. A very good evening to you, Dr. Powell. Thank you so much for speaking to us. There's a reason that I'm trying to understand from the DA spokesperson because it makes it very clear exactly what it is that they are pursuing, especially with regards to what they say is uh, that the president lies And he says, well, uh, there is a censure provision within parliamentary law. But I I mean, you know, unless you're a a member of parliament, you're familiar with this. I think it's very important for the public to know exactly what it is, which instrument that they're looking to use.
2: There are two main paths to dealing with this. One is. Parliament itself, and the other one is the possibility of a criminal process. Now, Parliament is meant to be the body that oversees the executive. It's the only elected body in the entire country, and it has the job of checking with the executive acts in the interest of the people of South Africa. So, it's not just the rules of Parliament; there also there's the Constitution, and there are a couple of acts pieces of legislation i'm thinking in particular of the powers and privileges of parliament uh let's see the full title the powers and privileges of parliament and provincial legislatures act um, which in fact creates the offense of lying to parliament um and um i'm trying to check whether there's any technicality the president could be called on mm. the offensive line uh, w- w- technicality that he he could himself call on to escape liability here, but the offensive line to Parliament that's Section 17 of the Act, um, uh, it it doesn't apply to members of Parliament, because members of Parliament can be censured by the internal parliamentary process. Um, On the other hand, the president isn't a member of Parliament, because the moment he becomes president, he loses his seat, so uh, on my current reading I would say that would be an option mm. uh, that you could actually be criminally charged. Um, it's not where one is meant to go. I can understand why the DA is focusing on um, the parliamentary process because that is what its job is as, as a party in parliament is to keep tabs on the president uh, and indeed the rest of the executive. Now there are various forms of censure that um, that can be used. The problem is In a system dominated by the ruling party that we have here, we've seen, when there is a no-confidence debate, um, that the ANC simply uses its majority. Now, the other option, theoretically, that the DA could follow is is to try to impeach the president. Now, we know that's not going to work either, because for that, uh, it needs a two-thirds majority. Parliament. We mm. really needed a majority ordinary majority for the no confidence vote and they didn't get that
0: either. Mm. So I think it's also very important as you've been mentioning I mean you, you did mention that the powers, privileges, immunities of Parliament's and Provincial Legislature Act which is of 2004 but that is uh, one of the statutory offensive uh, offenses, uh, instruments they have available to them. There's also the Executive Member's Ethics Code uh, for misleading Parliament there's also uh, Section 89 of the The Constitution, and it's very important for us, for uh, for uh, as a public, to understand what are they seeking to do. Because uh, there's also thinking that a president can be accused of uh, defrauding Parliament by uh, deliberately misleading them. And you know, it is really important to understand what is plausible and what is not.
2: I think you've given us the full list there. Um, there is the option of fraud. That's what Tony and Jenny uh, pleaded guilty to many years ago. Um, there's the option of uh, the crime of lying to Parliament. Um, there, uh, there's the option of uh, offences under the um, under the executive duties that the Parliament that that the Cabinet carries. Um, I think uh, those are the ones which are more likely to get a result, given that there's no parliamentary majority of the ANC governing the process. But then you've got to look at who decides to prosecute, and that's the NPA. Hmm. So if the NPA were to refuse to prosecute, there is a very difficult option of seeing whether an individual can bring a prosecution. Hmm. And as we know, the NPA is currently fighting tooth and nail not to prosecute Jacob Zuma for the 783 charges that the High Court has reinstituted.
0: Well... while the President is accountable to the National Assembly, it's also uh, very important to establish what willfully misleading the Assembly is or acting unlawfully. So yes. um, the interpretation of one's actions or utterances uh, surely must be brought fully to bear for those who would have to judge whether or not an offence had been committed. Yes. Um,
2: there's the, the, the important element of offences is, you've got to have an, an act of thing that happens, the thing that gets done or omitted, and then an intention that goes with it. Now, for both fraud and for lying to Parliament, um, what is required is to prove that the President knew when he made the statement that it was false. And in the case of fraud, you have to prove also that he did it in order to mislead Parliament and um, in order to cause some kind of prejudice. Um, now, it's not difficult to prove that uh, Jacob Zimmer knew that he was lying when he said there hadn't been a meeting. Um, because we know that there was a meeting, we've heard the tape, we have all the evidence we need. Unless he's going to argue that he had a bath a, a of amnesia, uh, he cannot claim that he didn't know. So I think for lying, it, we, we've got all the intention we need. Um, or the, we've got the evidence of intention that he knew he was lying. Um, for fraud, I think... The power it would be slightly more difficult to argue that one because you'd have to argue the element of wanting to cause prejudice. On the other hand, it is, of course, a prejudice to Parliament not to be able to do its job of oversight properly.